1: Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Padar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz.
2: Hey, Liz, are you ready? Oh, Jody, you know I am. Let's do this. Yeah. Woo-hoo.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. So we're talking about one of my favorite topics is TV.
4: <laughs> you know it. What's your favorite show, Liz?
2: Oh my gosh. Well, I really love Orange is the New Black, but I've really had to go slow this season cuz it's so intense. And um but yeah, I like a lot of TV, Blackish, I like um Grace and Frankie or that show with, you know, Lily Tomlin and um, right. uh and yeah.
4: What about you? So Teen Mom, I'm all about reality TV. <laughs> Teen mom. Teen really? mom and teen mom OG. Right. So it's funny because for me, TV is like a total brain. Like, I don't like anything that you have to pay attention to when you yeah. watch TV.
2: Yeah. So. No, I hear you. I hear you. It's hard to just sit there and watch it sometimes. But yeah. Um, right. You know, I, but, I mean, TV is changing. I mean, I feel like the streaming companies have really, you know, disrupted the TV industry, which I think we're going to talk about in today's show. Um, but why don't you, right? I mean, well, when did you right. say Netflix and, so, and all of it?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's like the business of TV is totally different now, right? It, it's radical because it, it's not like <laughs> the TV of days past. So we're, no. I'm really excited because we have like a TV superstar, Um who actually understands the business of TV on our show today. And Dan Zifkin has over 30 years of experience in the TV world. Um, He was part of the growth of the Classic Sports Network, which was actually sold to ESPN. And he's been involved in many different networks and media companies, as well as he was part of Charles in Charge. So that's pretty cool. Oh my God, (laughs) I used to love that show. Um, But aside from that, he's the founder and owner of Zephyr Media Group, as well as Vibrant TV, which he founded in 2011, which he's going to tell us all about today. Um, So without any further ado, it's Dan Zepkin. And Dan, can you tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today?
3: Yeah, thank you very much for the introduction. Um, So I started the business quite a long time ago. I'm one of the very early people at Showtime Network and I helped start what is a, what is now A&E Network. Um, mm-hmm. I also worked at, uh, at a stint at Parade Magazine, and then I went on to work for a company that represented ad sales for um, most of the ABC stations in the United States. And I worked for a TV syndication company that sold the original divorce court, and I worked for Universal Studios here in Chicago, which was a fantastic uh, job opportunity, and uh, it gave me access to the studio in L.A., but also to the... Um, uh, you know, to, to Universal uh, Parks in, in L.A. and in, in Orlando. And then I went to uh, CNBC, and I, I worked at WGN for a few years, and I worked at a company where we showed sold a show called, uh, and created a show called Showtime at Apollo. And then mm-hmm. I started Zephyr Media Group, and I've had Zephyr Media since uh, about 2000, and I started Vibrant TV in 2000, and... Uh, in four, t- uh, two thousand and maybe uh, twelve or thirteen. Um, okay. So, oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. So I've always been involved in media and entertainment, and I've always and I've always been involved in doing things for, around the world. And uh, a few years ago, a number of years ago, before I started Vibrant TV, I was sent on a uh, trade mission by the U.S. Commerce Department to South Korea. And when I was there, uh, I noticed that in South Korea, there. They're probably the most technologically advanced country in the world, and their present is our future. Uh, So their broadband is much quicker, and and what they were doing was far more innovative. And I saw that that was going to come to the United States, and I realized that this was an opportunity for me to create my own network because I saw that uh, that streaming was going to be something that was going to take over our industry. So with that, I realized that an area that was missing in terms of viewership in the United States was international programming. And if um, you and your viewers have traveled internationally before, you've seen a lot of programs in other countries that have never seen the light of day here in the United States. I thought it would be a great opportunity was to uh, go out, acquire those kind of programs, but all in English, uh, something that was um, broad-based. So I would gear it towards a general entertainment network so I could reach the... uh, the largest possible audience, but also I, I could also reach the largest possible amount of advertisers as well. So I went out there and I acquired a whole bunch of programming in English, um, and it's something that any of us would watch. Uh, you would watch your, your sisters, your 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 aunts, your uncles, the moms, and dads, your, your children, everything. Um, we have different genres, so we have genres like uh, food and lifestyle, family, travel, reality. Game shows, dramas, comedy, sports. Um, so, as a result of that, we've we've gone out, and th- the world of the way people consume content, as you mentioned in the earlier part of your um, of your show here, is changing, and it's changing much more rapidly than I ever thought, and I think that people ever thought in in the past. When I first got into the cable industry, you had the broadcasters, and the, and the broadcasters uh, didn't really. Um, expect the cable industry to grow as big as it did or as as quickly as it did. Now, when the cable industry grew as quickly as they did, they became the big innovators in our industry. But that has all changed over the past three or four years because now the big innovators are the Googles, the Rokus, the Amazons, the Apples. Um, And it's changing the way we're evaluating, the way we're viewing quality programming. Um, And it's changing viewership more quickly than anybody ever imagined. So realizing that, Vibrant TV jumped in the fray, and now we're dealing with all the top technology companies in the world. Uh, you name the company. We're either working with them right now or we're in conversations with them right now. Um, and we're offering never-before-seen content here in the United States, so it's completely different what people get through cable or TV right now where you get a lot of reruns of Criminal Minds or Law & Order or Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, You go to Oprah Winfrey, um, who's wonderful, but if you go and watch her channel, she's got just repeats of either her or Dr. Phil or or shows like that. And we're not like that. Uh, Our shows are refreshing, they're different, um, and they offer a great alternative uh, to enjoyable viewing to the entire American public.
2: Okay, so I want to stop you because I have a ton of questions. and
3: yeah.
2: um, you know, because I think that this is so interesting. Um, and just side note, I'm not a fan of everybody loves Raymond, but i I just had to throw that in. So, so do you had it when you're looking for programming? You know, you're saying that you're going to other countries, you're getting the programming, and so how do you and you're getting in English? So how do you, do you get a translator? How do you, how does that actually work like in terms of bringing it over to the English language if something's in a different language?
3: Okay, so that that's a great question. So we we're mostly right now getting a lot of our programming from the English-speaking countries like England uh-huh. or Ireland or Scotland or New Zealand or Australia or South Africa or Canada. Um, we have picked up uh, programming from Germany, actually, but they, they from a company that actually acquired programming that was in English, and we've also acquired a whole bunch of uh, not a whole bunch, of, uh, 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 but um, you know probably about uh, 60 shows or 70 shows, uh, uh, 70 hours of programming. I mean, of Italian programming, which are which is great programming. The dramas um, and the great storylines, and those are those are not dubbed in English, but they're closed captioned. So we have a very uh-huh. small amount of that.
2: Yeah. And and so I mean how do, do you have a list of sort of qualifications you look for in a show when you acquire it or how do you know it's actually going to be something you want to put on your station
3: or so in your there, yeah. Again, another great question. So there's an incredible amount of shows out there. So the first thing we do is we we talk to a lot of different people. Um and from those and, and I, as I, as we become more um as people become more and more aware of us, people are saying this stuff all the time. And then what we do is that we have a group of people here at Vibrant at that look at all these programs, and we determine which of the programs we think that will fit well into our programming mix, but will also be viewed um, in, a, in a positive way by the, uh, by people here in America. So there's a lot of shows we've looked at that we thought, okay, these are too slow, or it's not going to resonate with people. Um, we're not interested in, in doing that. And then we've seen some other programs that have just been terrific, and we thought this this is great. We, you know, this is this will play well here in the United States, and those are the kind of shows that we wind up uh, acquiring.
2: And so, how do you know if something is going to work? Do you just and I, I guess before I ask you that, and we are have to go to a quick break. But how many how many people are tuned in and watching TV on Vibrant TV? Do you,
3: I don't have your- the exact numbers of. Okay. But we have different analytics because we're, we, you know, we're, we're on the internet or whatever. That we have something called Google Analytics, so people, uh, we have a, a sense of that, those numbers. But we're also on, on cable systems, we're on satellite, and we're on some broadcast stations on DigiNet. So we don't have, we're not rated, so I, I don't have an exact viewership number for that. Okay. And we're on sling and stuff like that, but we're, we're, we're we know that we're in front of millions and millions of people.
2: Okay. And people are just, like, streaming it live. They can't down, download your programming, right? So people or can, can stream
3: it live, but uh, you can't download it to own it. But you can you can binge watch if you want. You can uh, you know, we do have something that's okay. called VOD, which is viewer into demand Okay, Basically, gotcha. You can subscribe to that service.
2: Okay, gotcha. So when we come back, you know, Dan, I want to talk about the technology that you're using because I, I want to sort of conceptualize, actually, how you put together you know this kind of network um and and what your model is you know how people sending you shows like do they pay to be on your program on your network how do, how does that work sort of as a business model so we'll we'll talk about that when we come back we're going to take a short break um so stay tuned
1: from the boardroom to you voice america business network
0: Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e commerce, and point of sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A V A L A R A.com.
1: Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting. Visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
1: You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Padar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show.
2: Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and our guest today is Dan Zifkin. He is the president of Zephyr Media Group and Vibrant TV. And we're talking about his network and how he built it um, and how he actually got into the TV business. Um, and so, Dan, you know, can you talk to us about how you actually build a network, a streaming TV network, and, and sort of the business model behind that? How do you make it all work?
3: So, it's um, for anybody else to do this, and I'm sort of fortunate because I've been in this industry for a long time, but this is a, a very expensive endeavor. So to, to acquire all the product is, is expensive. To build the infrastructure is incredibly expensive. So what I've put together is the infrastructure here in Evanston, Illinois. Um, and what we've, we've uh, done is that we've uh, created our, our ability to distribute our signal um, mostly through fiber to different entities throughout the, uh, throughout the country. We also have a satellite uh, signal as well that we utilize, but the industry is changing quickly, and most people are starting to take things to a different kind of a feed, which is, uh, which is uh, more like fiber. But, um, mm-hmm. So as a result, and, and, and also through uh, apps, and, and apps are like if you, if you just bought, bought a brand-new Panasonic TV, your 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 TV set will come with apps already built into it, and uh, those will be apps that will either say Amazon Fire or Roku, or you probably even have now a vibrant TV app on your new TV set, and wow. um, that's the new technology as well. And, and and every app that you have that we have with a with a with a, with a new technology company is different. Nobody makes the same app, so we just created new uh, apps, and, we, and now we're on Android and iOS, which is iPhone. We're also on, on Samsungs and LG and uh, Sony and Panasonic and Sharp TV sets. There so that makes of, it easy
2: that, for people to just sign on to your network when they buy a new TV,
3: right? It is very, very yeah. easy, yeah. Okay. They could just go ahead and watch it. So now Sling TV, uh, which is uh, owned by uh, Dish, um, they've got a platform, and on that platform they've hardly taken any new independent TV networks, and we were the very first one that they've taken, and there's still only uh, only less than a handful. And we're very proud of that. And the re- reason they took us is because they think highly of Vibrant TV network. And right now we're also doing a crowdfunding um, event as well. And in that crowdfunding event, if people wanted to, to invest in Vibrant TV and own shares of Vibrant TV, they could go to www.startengine.com uh, and then forward slash startup forward slash Vibrant-TV they could learn to – they could take an opportunity to invest in our network.
4: So does that allow us then to uh, affect the programming? So if you take one of our favorite shows off, then we can say, hey, Mm -hmm. we're an owner.
3: No, but it certainly allows you – we're certainly open to people's suggestions and and comments and stuff like that. I think that the way that we've been uh, moving ahead with our programming has been um, fortuitous for us. So so we've got – uh, a TV show that we picked up called "Very British Problems" and uh, and it's got uh, uh, James. Um, oh gosh, I forgot his name. now was on CBS Late Show. James Corden. And mm-hmm. um, so we've got a, uh, we've got, got great shows like Red For Now, which is a fantastic show from Australia. We've got um, Dancing Down Under, which is a which is a, such an entertaining show of uh, of teenagers. It's a reality show uh, learning to. Uh, uh, do the Irish River Dance and go to Ireland to compete in the uh, for the championship of of Irish dancing and, and, and the River Dancing, which is just a delightful show. We've got a sports uh, reality show where we've uh, got these uh, budding hockey stars that are, that are now playing in the NHL and uh, showing how they're developing um, before the uh, into the, the National Hockey League. Um, so yeah. we've got great a lot of great different kind of series.
2: It's incredible how many, you know, how many new series are being developed. It's, it sounds like, I mean, the way you're talking about it, you know, and the way, you know, television, I guess, is emerging, there's so much new pre- programming. I mean, would you say that it's sort of multiplying as time goes on?
3: Well, it seems to be, you know, that there, uh, in these, all this programming has to have uh, a home where people can view it and watch it. And so that's one of the things that we've done is that we've established a platform uh, that people can come to us for to, uh, uh, that people can now come and watch uh, a variety of different kinds of programming. When you ask how people, um, how we acquire programming and stuff like that, the people pay to be on our network and things like that. So there are a lot of different um, variables like that, and that's one of the variables as well. Okay. Uh, so, if think-
4: I'm a YouTuber who's like uh, an international superstar on YouTube, I could potentially get a TV show from from you.
3: Potentially, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, so, the way that we generate revenue as a network is we generate revenue as, as through advertising, uh, through advertising on our VOD, our View on Demand subscriptions. So, we have sub- the subscription fees for that, and, and sub fees just in general and then uh, advertising on our website. And then um, down the road, what we're going to wind up doing is, uh, as as networks, out, that's what they always want to get to, is, is to do our own original programming as well.
2: So did you come up with this model sort of on your own, or did you sort of look at how other people were putting together networks and sort of adapt it for yourself?
3: No, I really came, uh, uh, I really did this on my own. I've been involved in, starting other networks. I, again, I was there at Showtime at the very early years. I, was, I helped mm-hmm. create A&E Network. Um, I was very involved with uh, ESPN, what is now ESPN Classic and, um, uh, and then Burley Bear, which became CBS College Sports and Universal Sports Network. So I knew what it takes, I, I, and I understand what it takes to create a network. And I, and not many people have this kind of expertise that I have and, um, over all these years because I understand advertising, I understand programming, and I understand yeah. how to deliver the service. I having, yeah. Owning my own media company uh, gives me an enormous insight because we buy a lot of different cable networks and we buy a variety of different cable networks, and we don't buy necessarily always the largest. You know, a lot of times our, our clients will come to us and tell us what's emerging, what's new, what's different, what else can we be in, what's a new content format that we can be in that will help us to get our message out to different people that we normally don't reach. And I realized Mm -hmm. that by creating Vibrant TV Network, I was giving advertisers a completely new area that they could come into and advertise and and get to an audience that they normally may not be able to get to. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so let's just go back to talking about the infrastructure because you said that it's pretty um, complicated and extensive. So can you sort of talk to us a little bit about what that
3: involves? So... You know what it involves is that that you got to first of all you you've got to um, acquire the equipment where you can deliver the signal to a variety of different sources of of and platforms that you're you're dealing with in order to get your signal out there. So not no no uh, platform or no end user that uh, you know either be at a cable system or a TV broadcast station or um, a Panasonic or uh, other OGT areas are an Android or, or uh, iPhone is going to use the same mode of distribution um, or technology. So you've got to adapt yourself to that kind of technology that they're using and build and create what uh, the service that they need to get the signal that they require from you. So it's, it's, it gets to be very diverse and very complicated and very costly. And we've learned how to manage our costs and do it in, in an incredibly efficient manner. Wow.
4: And now is this, um, you're doing this crowdfund campaign now, is this your first capital raise or do you have other investors? Well,
3: so that is, again, a great question. This is our first capital raise. Up to now, I've been funding it.
4: Wow. That's cool.
3: Yeah.
2: And so how do you, well, talk to us a little bit about your company and how it's structured, like, you know, um, Vibrant TV and and, and Zephyr um I think it's Zephyr Media. Zephyr Media. Um, yeah, you know how how are they interrelated and how are they how are they
3: structured? Well, Vibrant TV. I've I've got. Uh, there's me as the president and CEO. I've got a person who's our, our um, CFO, a guiding, uh, great guiding, John Badoff. I've got a wonderful um, uh, senior VP of uh, operations, a person named James Patesh, who's just incredibly smart and talented. I've got an enormously talented person who's our senior VP of programming and Jessica Hoyt and who's been with me from the very beginning and I've got a fantastic distribution person and a, uh, uh, named Tim Larson who's done a fantastic job for us. On top of that, I've got a whole team that works at, uh, at Fiber. Um, uh, two of the great people there, Andrea Higarita Hig- Hig- and uh, Mark Poor who help us with our uh, social media. And I've got mm-hmm. some terrific editors, fantastic editors. And the head editor and the person who does a phenomenal job for us is a guy named Brian McHenry. Um, and then I've got a whole bunch of other people, uh, Alex Wood and Mark Harmon and Dan Schiffbacher, just a whole bunch of people that are involved in the editing and the viewing of the programming and the evaluations and stuff like that. Um, so you yeah, know
2: and that's and that's for vibrant T V. that also do they also work for Zephyr?
3: Well, that's from Viber TV. I've also got a woman named Jen- uh, Jennifer Kilzer and Mark Harmon who, who are also involved in, uh, in, in you know, we mm-hmm. do a lot of trafficking and, you know, uh, commercial insertions and stuff like that. On, on the Zephyr Media side, Zephyr Media handles our ad sales. So okay. they're very involved in getting our clients in there and uh, in our advertisers, and they do marketing for us. So the people on the Zephyr side, especially Tara Malpas and Alyssa Nytak, do and, and Kent Howard and Diana Lung do a phenomenal job in, in, in the way that they provide advertisers and, and um, provide traffic and marketing uh, for Vibrant TV. And what that entails also is doing uh, helping us with that, uh, advertising on Google and Facebook and LinkedIn, um, Instagram, and, and things like that. We have a, a, a significant uh, marketing promotion that we're constantly doing. And these, these people do a phenomenal job on the Zephyr side. That's just outstanding, as well as the people at, at Vibrant. And they... They will connect with each other because the social media and the digital, uh, one is uh, social media that we just put on, and, of, and the other part is where we're actually um, paying to get our advertising through the internet on Google and LinkedIn and stuff like that.
4: So is that typical in the industry where the media company is connected to the actual production company or the actual like TV company? No, I don't know anybody. Is-
3: no, I have absolutely no idea. Of it. I, I, know, I don't think anybody's got stuff like this that I have. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, that's what I. That's why I asked the question
3: because
4: I didn't. Yeah. I I've so never it, heard of that. Where it's like running yeah, together. It gives,
3: unique, uh, it gives us unique insights because again, we buy for our clients and we know what kind of uh, uh, places to put our clients in from a uh, uh, whether it's an outdoor print, digital, cable, local broadcast, national broadcast. So we've got a good sense of what our clients need for us in terms of buying, and so we. Um, know where there are great opportunities and what makes sense to get the best returns and the best value for our clients. We do an excellent job at that at Zephyr Media.
2: Wow, awesome. really cool. I love how you were naming all your staff people too. I think that's really important. So um giving oh, them a, a proper shout out. So we're going to take a yeah, quick the personal, break.
3: the person who heads up the Zephyr Media, by the way, the person who heads up the media department for Zephyr is Terry Chase, who does a Uh, a great job of overseeing all this stuff as well okay i've got great great people i'm very lucky
2: (laughs) that's great okay so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to continue talking about uh talking to dan on with his media empire so stay tuned
1: voice america business network the bottom line in business Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com.
0: Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A V-A-L-A-R-A.com.
1: Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show.
4: Welcome back. I'm Jody Pader, and you're listening to Let's Get Radical. And I'm here with Liz Gold, as well as with Dan Zipkin, who is the founder of Vibrant TV. Um, and before we get into more questions about his business and how he started it, we do have to give a quick shout out to Intuit um, and uh, thank them for sponsoring our show. So, Dan, um, you had a pretty successful corporate career. What made you decide to kind of jump and start your own company? Well, it was, it
3: was sort of opportunistic. Um, I had been in the industry for a long time, and I was the kind of person that, uh, who, who had acquired a lot of knowledge and expertise, and people would constantly come to me and ask me for advice about how I could help them with a, net, a TV show or other opportunities because I had been in, in sales for such a long time. And I just realized that I could parlay that into creating my own company, especially at the time what was taking off was the paid program and half-hour shows The that, that industry was just starting. So I had, uh, I had been working at WGN and I had an opportunity to, um, to represent them with their half-hour paid programming and then eventually their TV stations as well. And as a result of that, I wound up getting a um, large corporate client uh, that I had for about 10 years that took them out of obscurity called uh, Sharper Image. And we were really, uh, people have, have since taken the name, but we were really the, the original people that created the brand response Process where people could actually brand their product while at the same time selling the shows on TV in a direct response mode, but getting direct response rates. So that that uh, led me to all the other activities that I'm involved in now.
4: And was that scary to kind of like kind of put your paycheck aside and say, okay, I'm going to start a new company?
3: Um, It was sort of uh, scary. I wasn't sure how it would do but it wound up uh, making money from, from day one I was really fortunate again I, I I didn't realize all the people that I knew and how many people uh, were looking forward to doing business with me and it served me very well and the reason my business grew is I did a very good job and uh, made people a lot of money and they felt very comfortable and secure with me and it helped me to grow my business quite a bit and I've always been very hard working and a service is always at the end of the day What what is serving so very well is my ability to service people.
4: Yeah. I think that's an um, an overlooked quality that I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, if you do a good job and you do it well, that, you know, business comes back. Um, and you talked about your team significantly. You gave them all shout outs, which I thought was so sweet. So um, and, and that's really important to culture. So can you tell us a little bit about the size of your company how many people you have, and then maybe one of the things that you do to help build culture or to get so your team at, all on the yeah, same page. I've
3: got between 20 and 25 people, and at Fiber, I've got between uh, 12 and 18 people. And okay. uh, you know, I wanted it to be an environment that was going to be different from a corporate culture. I wanted people to, I wanted to have, uh, create an environment where people wanted to come to work, that they would feel comfortable, that they realized that um, I cared about them, and that uh, they matter to me and that um, I think that if you provide a a warm environment for people, they're going to work a lot harder for you. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've created an environment like that. I'm I'm very good about paying attention to everybody has got needs and concerns, and I think that's important that I'm responsive to that in a work environment as well as I can be in in tandem to getting the most out of them as well. Um, And I also realize that this is a team environment. I'm, I'm not... I may be the most experienced person, but I'm not always the smartest person in the room, and I don't have any problem uh, giving a lot of credit to other people and um, you know saying positive things all the time, positive reinforcement to the people around me.
4: That's great. Yeah, that is great. Um, so as far as you're doing this um, fundraising and this capital raise, what made you decide that it was time to grow your business to the next level where you would actually take on outside funding to... Kick it up a notch, and what was kind of the thought process in your mind? I would say to make you say, "Okay, I'm ready to do this," because you obviously have a, a very successful business already. Um, to make you want to go bigger,
3: well, with with Vibrant TV, we're, we're at the, the, the point where we're just about to leapfrog into the into the into the next level. We've created a, I've created, a, we have created the the infrastructure. Um, we've, we've created the distribution. We're, we're constantly getting new distribution at this point, like on a weekly basis. We're getting new opportunities with new platforms, our cable systems, our TV operators. Um, and we're continuing to grow uh, with with acquiring new programming and, and changing and evolving uh, with the new technology. As Everything is evolving, we're evolving with, and we're being very nimble and very quick. And I just realized that this would be a great opportunity to... Uh, be more embrace of getting uh, uh, more a- uh, investors. In it. And I like the fact of crowdfunding because it bring- brings and allows everyday people at a very low cost for them to get involved in such an exciting project such as this, which is on the precipice of just having a, um, an incredibly breakout um, year opportunity because we don't carry any debt. It's not going to be- take very much for us to all of a sudden um, to make a lot of money. A lot of the larger networks are hurting right now. A lot of the adver- they're not getting the same kind of advertising dollars or anything that they are- were before, and they're having a hard time um, making the transition from how they're being viewed now to streaming, and we're already right. there, and we're, we're creating an environment where people are, are starting to look for us and wanting to watch us and see us as something different and new and enjoyable. So all of that is, is, is coming together in such a cohesive and positive way, it's just been very rewarding for us. So if somebody
2: wanted to invest in you guys, you know, $500, what would be the ROI? Like, what would be sort of, what could they get back
3: financially well, speaking? Um, if somebody invested $500, we, we expect to be have uh, that people will make uh, their money back in dividends because we expect to be um, able to return that in a rather quick period of time. And also, we see that over the next few years that people will be very interested in acquiring a company like Vibrant TV. Um, So we see a lot of positive things coming from this whole process. There's a lot of exciting, exciting things going on.
4: Well, from my perspective, I think it's really interesting how you're going social with it, right? So that the whole idea of crowdfunding is... People consume T V and everybody consumes TV. So for you to be able to connect with your listen or with your your T V viewer and have them be a part of it to me is like the exponential like um the buy in of a customer, right? Because not only are they like consuming you, they're saying, I consume you so much, I love you, I wanna give you money. And I know, like from my own experience, when T V shows have gone off the air, I've been upset and been like, Well, gee, what if you know, what if we could have done something different about it? So that that's what's really interesting to me about the model of the way of the way you're going about funding because I think that your your raving fans are going to eat it up.
3: Well, and I agree with you. I, I think that this gives people a window to uh, get a little bit more involved in, in, a, in a TV network. And also it's, it's a way for them to follow the trajectory of, of, of our success, success and be part of it as well.
4: So what are you planning to do with the
3: funds that you raise? Great question. What we plan on doing with the funds is that we plan on acquiring more, even more programming. We are, are planning on expanding our marketing efforts as well. It will go into our, our, uh, our uh, um, acquisition of, of, uh, of equipment and things like that.
2: Right. Do you have a goal of how much you're looking to raise?
3: Right now what we're looking to raise... Um, is a million dollars mm-hmm. and um, uh, we're looking forward to to, uh, to having that raise and, and everything um, and we're f- we feel pretty comfortable with, with what we're doing
2: and so how close are you right now right now um, no we're, pressure <laughs> we're
3: probably I don't know, uh, about a fifth of the way there
2: okay all right so everybody who's looking for a really good... It doesn't good
3: show on, on the site and everything like that, but we, we've got more money that we've raised outside of that, so that's where...
2: Okay, I'm. yeah. And so for I was just going to say, for people that are interested in investing in something new and um, you know hot, for them to ch- definitely check out Vibrant TV as, a, as an option. Um, so... Yeah, so this is really interesting. I mean, you know, we talked about programming. We've talked about your model, your business model. We talked about structure, your infrastructure. Um, you know, I mean, Dan, like, wh- what do you do on a day-to-day basis as the head of all of this?
3: Well, I'm, you know, I'm very involved in, in being in partaking both on the Zephyr side and the Vibrant TV side on, on deals, on pitching new business on the Vibrant, on the Zephyr Media side and overseeing the business from that. But I've got great people are involved in overseeing the business of Zephyr with me. On the Vibrant TV side, I'm very involved in um, uh, getting the distribution deals, looking at different uh, programming, uh, um, evaluating different opportunities that we can have, and and the different kind of distribution modes that are happening, taking different meetings with different companies uh, regarding uh, the new technology that's evolving, regarding the apps that we're developing and everything. It keeps me pretty busy. There's new things that are happening just all the time.
2: I imagine. What do you do in your spare time when you're not working?
3: Do you have any spare time? <laughs> I do have spare time, but I don't have a lot of it. But when I do, I'm lucky because I've got three daughters and uh, I've got grandchildren, and I enjoy okay. being with my grand- with that with my family quite a bit.
2: Okay, good.
3: I'm lucky. So we're
2: we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk to Dan some more about uh, Vibrant TV. So stay tuned.
1: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting. Visit rhinogirlmedia.com.
0: Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e commerce, and point of sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A V A L A R A.com.
1: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go. On iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show.
2: Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar, and our guest today is Dan Sipkin. He's the president of Vibrant TV, and we've been a- we have having a great conversation around you know TV and how Dan built his media empire and um, the infrastructure and the content and all of that. And and I think Dan, I mean, people are consuming content in such an it. A- huge way and has to be so like, they has to, you know, you have to really present content in a way that, you know, people can absorb because we're all inundated with so much information all the time. So, I mean, what are some of the trends you're seeing in, in terms of how people are consuming TV?
3: It's a great question and it's changing so rapidly right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're absolutely right about that. So especially the younger generation is consuming TV uh, more through the, 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 the OTT alternatives of a Roku or a Sling or an Android or an iOS and, um, and they're disconnecting more from cable and from satellite and it's taken on a, a, a continuing trend and we are positioned so well to be absorbed by, that, uh, by those consumers because we're available much more readily than so many other networks are. And that trend is going mm-hmm. to continue, and the people who are in the, the, the 35 and older stage are going to continue to watch in, a, in more traditional ways, and the people who are younger are going to continue to watch in the more non-traditional ways of, of like a Sling TV or a, um, an iPhone um, and things like that. And it's going to continue to, to uh, be disruptive like that. It's going to be very, very and, interesting. And and people are what going to, are- to look for ways to generate revenue from that.
4: What are the trends about, like, the length of TV, right? So it seems like everyone goes to three-minute videos or they go to 10-hour binge-watching. Like-
3: <laughs> so it, I think it really depends upon what captivates people. So when you've got, like, a Game of Thrones, which is just an incredible series, and it's not like every show or series that's created has that, so you're always going to have those exceptions. So when you've got a Game, game of Thrones kind of thing, they're going to have great binge-watching. Watching. In South Korea, believe it or not, they've created shows for the, their people there, that only lasts a series, you know, just a show, uh, seven minutes long, and that's it. So these kind of things are still going to play around, and, and people are going to try to get a sense of that. But at the end of the day, it's all going to be about the economics. It's where do you make the money, where are the opportunities, mm-hmm. because people can't make 100 shows of three minutes long, and there's no revenue there. So it's got to mm-hmm. be something that generates revenue that will be sustainable, and I think people are still playing around with that.
2: So I got to ask you this, what is going to happen to the old networks, ABC, NBC, you know, old cable networks, you know, what, what's going on with them?
3: So they're asking themselves the same question. Yeah. (laughs)
2: They're
3: they're sort of internally like freaking out because uh, the the revenue is beginning to, instead of continuing to grow, it's beginning not to grow, it's beginning to get frayed and they're trying to get a good sense and a, a, a good handle of how to cover, how to flank themselves so that they can um, take on the, 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 the broader um, things that are going on. So I don't know if that means that they would go about acquiring other networks that they don't have that already have got an established presence. But they're looking for other ways because they're very, very concerned about that. So they're the looking to be creative, which offers them the greatest return on investment. But the problem is, is that because everything is so diffused now, the revenue streams from all these are not going to be as large as they are for them right now. So for a company like, uh, a network like Vibrant, we're only going to have growth. And that growth, whatever that entails, is going to be tremendous growth for a network like Vibrant. The larger networks are facing more challenges because they're built on much uh, greater um, level of expenses that they're going to have a hard time sustaining those expenses going forward. Vibrant TV doesn't have that problem.
4: Mm-hmm. Right, and they're not nimble. I mean, like, right. it's hard for them, I'm sure, to get anything, anything in innovative past. And,
3: yeah. And, right. Um, I mean, in, in the future, they're going to have to cut out, like, for the Today Show to have, like, that lower travel around the world and play. You know, that's an expensive thing. So they're going to start cutting yeah, those yeah. kind of things out. And Vibrant TV is never going to be in that kind of, you know, that's not where we, we see ourselves spending the, whatever revenue that we generate, you know.
2: right. I mean, I don't really watch cable TV anymore. I you know, I like I don't have cable TV. I, I watch, you know, for the Super Bowl, which I don't really watch, but you know, that's on cable TV. And then also um, you know, award shows. But everything else I have a Roku, you know, and I just like stream. So if if I go to my Roku and is Vibrant TV going to just show up with the other options like Netflix, Hulu? Well, Sh-
3: Roku if you go to your Roku sometimes we will show up on the side. You'll see I, I, uh, an advertisement or a presence of vibrant TV on the side of your screen. But if you type in V I B R E N T, it will come up. And one of the things that that we're doing with the crowdfunding raise is that we're want um, to you know uh, use the funds for our marketing efforts. We've already done uh, outdoor uh, stuff in L A and New York, in Chicago, and San Francisco. In New York, we did all the transit buses in Manhattan for a couple months. So we're looking oh, wow. to do that as much so, so that people know where to find us and how to find us and how to consume us.
2: Right. Okay. So, but you can get it through Roku. You can go on Roku. Like I could go downstairs, look, go to my TV, find, go to Roku, and then look you guys up, and you'll be there, and then I can start Absolute, watching the programming.
3: Absolutely you can. And okay. also, if you went on the internet, you just typed in vibrant.tv. Yeah, you'd, come, you'd be able to watch us there as well.
2: Yeah, well, Dan, I mean, it's so exciting what you're doing. You know, it seems like you're pioneering a way for all of this and all of, and to get all kinds of really cool global content and, and programming to he, to us in the States. You know, I mean, talk about expanding our worldview, right? I mean,
3: that's exactly um, what I was hoping to do. Thank you very much. That's exactly <laughs> what you're coming for. No, you're right. Oh. That, that was it exactly. <laughs> to bring, to well, bring other cultures to our world. So yes. that we saw what how other people live and, and, and the fact that there's that yes. a big differentiation between us and other people.
2: Right, right, yeah, it's it's pretty brilliant. So, uh, so how you're all over social media, but where where can people find you? Can you give us like a snapshot for Vibrant TV?
3: In terms of finding um, where, where we are airing or where, or where our advertising is, our presence.
2: Just how they can follow what Vibrant TV is doing online. Like in so social media if you want world. to
3: follow us online you can always go to our website because that that'll give you information as well um, mm-hmm. online we're we're constantly on Facebook and we're on Instagram and we're on LinkedIn and we're um, we we place ads on Google and things like that so we, we, we're having a constant presence um, as much as we can on the internet okay good so and then we've got Dan, this crowdfunding again that people can go to www dot com forward slash startup forward slash vibrant dash TV.
2: Okay. So folks, again, if you want to invest in a really forward thinking media company, consider vibrant TV. Um, And yeah, Dan, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been been a really fascinating conversation. And, you know, Jody, we have some really great guests coming up. and we're going to keep it mum for now. <laughs> so you're going to you're gonna have to tune in and listen. But um, you know, we're going to be talking to somebody who makes – talk about content, who makes quizzes and, and calculators um, for your website, which is way more interactive than you know, just straight-up content. And I can't believe I'm saying that as a person who creates content. But, um, so that's going to be interesting to talk to him. Um, and we have – yeah. Some other- we have a lot of
4: archive content, too, now from our yes. days at AICPA Engage. So yes. um, yeah. go back and check out the 33 interviews that Liz and I did live.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, a, that was an amazing time. And um, we did talk to a bunch of really interesting people all about tax and accounting and technology and culture, um, you know, and definitely check it out. And, you know... Um send us some love. We love to have a review and hear from you. And if you have a guest idea or you think you should be on the show, please reach out to us, Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. And anything else, Jody that we forgot to mention?
4: We would love some love, so leave us a review on iTunes.
2: Okay. Yes, we double the love. And um follow us on Facebook, write us an email, you know. <laughs> This is our plea for you to get in touch with us. No, we love hearing from you. We really do. Um, And yeah, Dan, thank you again for being on the show. And we will talk to you all next time.
0: Thanks
1: so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Let's get radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's a v a l a r a.com.